Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyford, the Curly Marketer, Social Media Management and Strategy. And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you are confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered. So let's get social. So, Philip, we're back again. Delighted to be in the studio with you again. It's always a pleasure, Emer. What a dream team, super duo, Batman, Robin. You seem very upbeat today. I am. Uh, I just feel very optimistic and positive about today's interview. We're going to learn more insights, uh, special guest uh, in the room again. I wanted uh, to ask you, actually, um, you haven't mentioned that puppy of yours recently. You were having a great challenge. Yes. Uh, Have you had more insights into how yeah, to deal with her? <laughs> yes. No, the poor, like, a, like I actually felt sorry for her because she had a tough start to life. Uh, mm. I was telling you, she, um, she had these uh, awful mites both in her ears, but they got into her muzzle oh. and... Um, she scratched all of the fur off her around her mouth and stuff. And for the first 10 weeks of her with us, she had to wear a cone. And so all that sort of puppy bonding that we would normally have, uh, we sort of missed out. And she she sort of ended up getting a couple of anxiety issues, you know. Um, So, but we found this wonderful thing, which I never heard of. And if anybody out there has a dog or a puppy that is maybe nervous or gets frightened easily, uh, it's a thing called a thunder shirt. And it's like, oh. it's uh, the breeder recommended. Yeah, I think, I think I saw a Facebook ad of that. Yeah, well, listen, I was sceptical. I was going, sure, Jesus, you know, you're going to be sticking like a coat on the dog, you know, and <laughs> this is like a nonsense. But It's a good I, look for you out for a while. <laughs> I have to say, it's amazing that when, when this goes on her, she, um, she literally, uh, I suppose, totally relaxes and becomes a different dog. So, uh, so. We're in a very good place. Thanks for the update. I'm, I'm glad to see she's back on the road to recovery and everything else. So, you Thanks know. so much. Uh, yeah. you're, it means a lot, Emer. Oh, yeah, well, caring, <laughs> sharing and caring, isn't that what they say, you know? Um, especially on Facebook. Um, so, yeah, we are back talking about Facebook again and we have dragged back in and she's sitting here and she can't leave till we have our normal social media joke time with Melanie Boyle in here from Stomp and uh, Melanie before you uh, give us a bit more info on you uh, go ahead Philip I have your audience here right in front of you okay Melanie targeted this is for you Melanie it's cracking social media joke for your customers and your audience Melanie is trying to block it out you can't block this out um, what did the frog say when it was asked its favourite social media platform no idea Reddit Reddit Okay, the door's over there, Mel. Melanie's <laughs> <laughs> face is like thunder, ladies and gentlemen. I think um, oh. I think she's going to hit me. I think she will be stomping, stomping, stomping on me, probably. Probably. That's, that's brutal. I'll just stop, will I? Please. Please. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, Melanie, you're very welcome back to our 12th show. She didn't put you off. No, 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 no. no, no. The joke. No. But uh, you're, you're welcome back again, Melanie. Thank uh, you Melanie, for Melanie me. was on show 11. Um, talking a little intro on Facebook ads. If you miss show 11, uh, you can catch it on the uh, the Let's Get Social show podcast, which yes. is up there on Spotify and iTunes and Podbean. So do check it out. Melanie dropped some real value tips and insights. And we're on the podcast on Dublin South FM as well. Exactly. So check it out on lots of uh, different areas. So I suppose, Melanie, in case people didn't catch show 11, tell us a bit about 
who you are, what you specialize in and where Stomp came from. Absolutely. Well, my name is Melanie Boylan and my website is stomp.ie. That's S-T-O-M-P dot I-E. And I'm a writer and a social media trainer and a social media manager and a speaker and a sponsor. And I like space and science. And yeah, I'm a total nerd. Thanks. Well, she's impressive, huh? She is, she's she? got so many. What are we, Ema? <laughs> don't know what uh, we are. <laughs> Um, please send in your thoughts to this address <laughs> no please don't um, Mel it was great having a chat with you last 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 time and um, we just feel that we had to have you back because Facebook ads are always a question we get asked all the time about you know do you boost a post do you how much do you pay for an ad how long do you run an ad and you know um, why isn't my ad you know working and why is all my money going down the tubes, all that kind of thing. So I thought maybe we can come back in again and maybe shed a bit more light on that. Do my best. Yeah, yeah. No, like I suppose, um, I suppose obviously we're talking about Facebook, but Melanie, I suppose, is someone who would work across a number of different channels. Like, you know, what what would your opinion be? Like, Like Facebook, I suppose, Twitter, potentially LinkedIn as well. Like, are the social media platforms becoming a pay for play kind of where, or is that just a, a rumour or such? Or no, it's not a rumour. Um, but what they're all trying to push is video now. Mm. And if you want to get a slightly better organic reach, if you like, um, is, is to go either live or to provide pre-recorded video. Mm-hmm. But the more authentic, the better. If you can actually do the video yourself rather than go through a professional mm. company, unless they can make it look more authentic. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting point because... I would do video work with clients and they would sort of kind of want to say, oh, stop, stop, I've messed up. And I'd kind of say, listen, you know, there's a bit of authenticity from maybe fluffing a line or two, you know, um, because, you know, everyone that I speak on, maybe would this be your experience, you know, the amount of, say, managing directors or CEOs that I spoke to who are literally shaking when you say, let's do a video and you, you, you point the, the camera at them. And they literally I know how they feel. <laughs> I so know. Yeah, that's why we are radio and podcasters. Isn't <laughs> <Yes>. it? <Yeah. laughs> I love video. You know? <laughs> well, face for for radio. <laughs> but um, but no, I think uh, I, I would agree. I think video is definitely as a as a medium, and mm. that that will be a future show that we'll be talking about. Just the whole area of video and content creation on video. But uh, um. And I suppose, you know, I suppose the more you can kind of use that type of content uh, across your channels, I suppose, definitely it would appear that that type of content is really kind of well liked, etc. Mm, definitely. Um, um, and I suppose, in your opinion, Melanie, particularly say on Facebook as we're talking about that, um, do you find that, you know, Facebook uh, a bit like the way LinkedIn seems to, from what I've heard, um the penalization of posts where you might put a, a link within the actual body copy of your post as opposed to see the comments below, you know, kind of, have you any experience of of that, of whether, say, a Facebook post that has a link may get a, a, a lower reach than a Facebook post that may have the link in the comment as such or? Well, uh, a link um, in a comment doesn't really get any real reach at all unless you're the originator. Um, So you have to originate your link in the original post Mm -hmm. to get any sensible reach because that's where it begins. Um, It's it's like a chain of messages that go underneath, Mm -hmm. very much like Outlook um, as an email uh, system. 
So when you send a message, the originator, um, the, the next line down is the next person responding, then the next line down is the next person mm-hmm. responding. So it doesn't work anywhere near as effectively if it's in the comment. Mm-hmm. Um, it sometimes doesn't even get seen. Yeah, yeah. Fair point. Um, I was going to ask Melanie, like, um, when it comes to the headline, what's what's it um, a good an example for a headline? You know, when it comes to a Facebook ad. Okay, well, give me a company name. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Well, they obviously have recognised um, calls to action already. Um, I mean, you can have a lot of fun with it. Um, mm. I can't really have a great deal of fun with Coke, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Coca-Cola! Coca-Cola! <laughs> I just came into my head, you know. Um, caught me on the hop. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, I mean, it's always, maybe a head on a good question, maybe? Yes. Um, mm. I mean, in the headline, you can actually go into greater detail about what your post is going to be about. Um, so maybe you've put up a poll that you want to push as an ad um, and you can put down further information about the poll in the headline mm. of the of the ad. Um, then you've got a descriptor that you can go into greater detail underneath the headline of the okay. ad as well. Mm-hmm. Again, very, very limited characters in there, but you can put them in there. And so you can actually put words all the way around your picture with no text. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gives your visually a chance of reaching people conversationally, if you like. Um, so you can say... Um, you know, I'm trying to sell this shoe, for instance, um, at the top, and there's a picture of the shoe. And then underneath, you can put down sizes available are. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you've got more text to, to write, more information. Mm. And then obviously, you'll have the call to action button, shop mm-hmm. now, buy now. Yeah. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. Very good. Uh, um, you buying any shoes in it soon? Uh, you never know. Oh, okay. yeah, I might get steel ones so they're not chewed. Yeah, I so. swear you said Thundercats earlier on, but so you saw an ad for Thunder Shirt. Yeah, yeah so, I did actually. So there th- could well be information underneath that picture about what the shirt does, what it's capable of, mm. yeah. um, price range, let's say, um, yeah. and that would be in the ad. Ah, right. Yeah, no, no, because I, I, I did actually see it. It was coming up to Halloween right. and they were promoting the fact that, you know, animals and, you know, bonf- you know, like the fireworks and everything else could be, you know, um, very, very um, unsettled. Yeah. And this would calm them down. Well, so yeah. If I had seen an ad for it, I definitely would have piqued my interest. Um, like we spoke in show 11, um, Melanie, and you were quite right. And I totally agree with you is the whole area of a strategy, you know, kind of really knowing your audience to try and get the best out of your, your advertising, etc. And you started to talk and it was very interesting to listen to you about, say, the Facebook insights, you know, and the wealth of information mm. that you can get. Just expand on kind of, I suppose, what you can really kind of delve into that could help your ad strategy. Wow, you're not wrong. Um, the first couple of places I would go to when I go into insights would be the posts. Mm. That would be one of the first places i go to because that tells you what type of posts people mm. are engaging mm. yeah. with. If it's linked posts, text posts, um, image posts, um, if it's Facebook Lives, um, pre-recorded mm. videos, they're all subjected to kind of their own little insights Mm. separately within the post section then the other place i would go to is people and that would tell you what people are following you what people have engaged with it where they're located exactly Mm -hmm. and that would be genders ages um, languages but you can't take absolutely everything a sworn Mm -hmm. 
accurate accurate there because unfortunately people don't update their profiles so you know we could have had people traveling over from different countries who are here maybe short term or even full time Mm -hmm. but they haven't changed their location yeah um and you know you're thinking, why have I got a, you know, a busload of people from Montreal looking at my post? Mm. And it could be that they're here for a short time um, and they've had, you know, looked and engaged with your post mm-hmm. and then they're going back and they won't engage with it next month, let's yes. say. Yeah. But you're thinking, why on earth is this engaged with people in Montreal? And that will be why, because they're, they're here for a short time. Yeah. And like, do you find in your experience, because I know with Insights, it does give you um, an element of that graph to show you when maybe your fans are online, etc. Mm. Like, once again, should you take that with a pinch of salt or is there an element of accuracy? Oh, no, that's quite accurate. Yeah. That is quite accurate. But it's also seasonal, Philip. Mm. Um, you'll find people are engaging it more um, with your page this time of year, especially when it's rotten weather and mm. it's cold and dark because it's got, frankly, it's got nothing better to do, guys. I'm mm. sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but during, well, it's true. Yeah. But during the summer or even slightly better days, um, you know, you'll, you'll find your audience will change again mm-hmm. when they'll you'll find when they'll engage with your page. Um, I mean, one of the pages I manage um, is a is a national charity. And when you're dealing with that page, um, it transforms during the summer because it's because of the charity of aspect. Course, yeah. So it really depends. So Mel, we were all talking about insights and ads and boosting posts and, you know, all that fun stuff. Um, and you need to think about your audience. So, Uh, A term that comes up sometimes um, and people would ask me about is, what is a lookalike audience? Do they look like us? Uh. (laughs) Daggers. Daggers are coming (laughs) in our direction. No, they obviously don't look like us. (laughs) Is there a (laughs) lookalike? Yeah, that's what I meant. Do they look like us? (laughs) Kind of. Um, What it does is it measures the algorithm on the type of people that always engage. Okay, that's very very high-end language, you know. We, we're going to pretend that we haven't a clue what you're talking about. So, what is a lookalike audience, basically? People who look like the people you're currently engaging with. There you go. So, it's us. <laughs> no. I don't, think, I don't think we're Melanie's target audience. She doesn't target idiots, you know. So. <laughs> people who think they have a comedy act, but yeah. anyway... <laughs> So, yeah, no, as I say, it's just sometimes people would ask, you know, what's a looking like audience? And I wanted to ask an expert in regard. She said expert again. (laughs) There's no experts here, Emer. We're all one big family. Okay, okay. (laughs) But Um, yeah, it's just because, you know, yourself, there are people who kind of get confused with certain terms, you know, what kind of audience should I be targeting, you know, and custom audiences, lookalike audiences. You're asking a very, very big question. I've got to say, Emer. in fairness, once you've understood who your general audience is, mm-hmm. um, you can always build on that audience by introducing new topics, um, new products, new services, and going to a new location um, to network. Or you can do a lookalike audience through Facebook. One is obviously a lot less costly mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. you're not including travel, petrol, accommodation, mm-hmm. making stands and heaven knows what else. Okay, So... But you are very much at the mercy of the algorithm mm-hmm. um, that is within Facebook. And a lot of the times it works. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always, though. 
Okay. Um, it is AI at the end of the day. Um, custom audiences would be different because that's where you could put in telephone numbers and email addresses that you've collected from one of these stands, one of these big events, mm-hmm. and then you can put them in and, and it's a way of targeting people who have, haven't hit your website. Mm-hmm. And then alternatively, you can use pixels or just one, but normally people have more than one pixel on the website, especially if they've got an e- e-commerce website. A pixel is a, is a snippet of code. Yes. Um, so it's a piece of code that you can get for free from your ads manager. That mm-hmm. you, um, if, you're, if you can't do it yourself, you can send it to your webmaster to upload onto certain pages on your website. Mm-hmm. And when people visit your website, you then get the opportunity to retarget them. So I'm sure everybody's seen this. They've gone, especially over Christmas, to go yeah. and shop mm-hmm. for stuff over Christmas or birthdays or any big event mm-hmm. um, and then they're followed by this flipping flipping ad, <laughs> flipping ad <laughs> for weeks afterwards until you flipping I don't yeah. buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know and you are and that's how it works yeah. um, mm-hmm. I know Amazon do it definitely yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, even when you purchase something they think well in for a penny in for a pound you've bought the, the wellies come back and get a rain mat. so that's where yeah. you would put in your ad um, people who have visited my website exactly so there you go, guys. Go visit so, yes. Philip's website. <laughs> go visit stomp.ie. my website, you know. And uh, I suppose in that whole area of retargeting, you know, which a lot of business owners would have said, you know, kind of, you know, explain retargeting. Like, obviously, you're using the Facebook pixel, yet have it on your pages of your website. Mm. Um and I suppose depending on maybe a page that someone goes to, you may have a specific retargeting ad. Mm. So if someone lands on a particular page that maybe is talking about a particular service possibly and the pixel drops on their browser, we would call mm. it Todd High End. And the next time they go to Facebook, they might see the ad for the, the wellies. But this is why people think Facebook are listening. Mm to what they're doing and where they're going and you know you may have looked up a flight to Alicante and all of a sudden you're getting holidays to Alicante mm-hmm. and you're like oh, Facebook is listening <laughs> yeah. and it's not it's so all just to tracking. do with algorithms and tracking and cookies mm-hmm. yeah. um, you're talking about cookies now yeah but it's all the same thing because um, yeah. that's how a pixel works it's, no it's I was going to say cookies or food back to cooking I'm baking yeah. for goodness sake um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sorry sorry um, and, and Melanie um, like have you come across any sort of uh, issues? Because I know, for example... Have I come across any issues? <laughs> Multiple issues, Phil. <laughs> you and I this, this today. <laughs> you know, uploading your, your customer database to Facebook to maybe create a lookalike audience or something mm. like that, you know. Mm. Um, have you found since, I suppose, with GDPR and the data protection mm. and obviously Facebook's issues with, with data protection that people are moving away from that or... No, no, to be honest. Yeah. Um, if you've sewn up everything with the GDPR privacy clause yeah. um, and you've signed confirmation that you're happy to have your email um, handed over to the mm. company, then absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. If you follow the constraints, you're still well within your rights to use emails for business. Yeah. But I always say ask permission. Absolutely. So that's why you have your double opt-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and I have to say now, I'm not, um, I don't do a lot of ads myself. So I have learned a lot today. Um, It has really does show that if you keep it simple to begin with, you know, with the boosting of a post, um, that can actually build your confidence. To start with, absolutely. Mm. And there is a place to do boosting posts occasionally, even when you're doing ads manager. Mm -hmm. Um, Because... 
you know, Facebook sends you a message saying this post is doing really well. Would you like to boost it? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's worth doing, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Mm. Um, but like I said, I wouldn't make it a normal practice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, because a lot of people that I would work on there with them when it comes to any kind of channel that we're doing training on, they're all kind of going, oh, I just want to sort of keep it safe and I don't want to go down the ads route. And that's where I would say, look, mm. if you're not confident, it's go to a specialist. Social media is the first word first. Mm-hmm. social yeah not selling no it's it's meant to engage and give an insight to who you are as a business and the whole point of the social platform is to keep your audience re-engaged with your content and people's similar content to mm. your own and and use and use an ad maybe for a special occasion exactly or a special event or, or a special offer like in the last show i told you guys about doing regular ads you don't have to put in thousands of euro um every single month mm. but if you do a regular say um, one a month well three because one a month so you wouldn't do a, a one ad for a month mm. that just it wouldn't work you'd maybe do three or four mm-hmm. um for a smaller amount Instead of throwing, so it all as you into were one. saying, the ad budget maybe at two hundred as an absolute minimum. Mm. Yeah, yes, um, but only if you're going to be doing it every single month. You're going to be doing an ad, okay, to keep the engagement going. Mm. Of course, so consistency. Uh, and I suppose, as you said in the last show, and I think it's, it's very true, is always be kind of testing. You know, maybe different ad formats, a video, a static image, mm. even maybe. Potentially look at carousel ads for you as a combination of both. Yeah, um, I think it would always be good. And like I suppose in in your experience, because I know we said this, uh, are you finding that very much um, ads with video, or even content with video, is starting to gain more traction? Definitely. Yeah. Um, and on every platform, I mean, people kind of raise their eyebrows when they say like Periscope is still out there; it's still used; mm. it still works, though. Yeah. Oh, I think so too. Um, so. Honestly, yes. Um, mm-hmm. It's the more authentic way. We've all got the concentration of less than a goldfish these days. Yeah. So the only way we can keep it interesting is by meeting interesting people, and mm-hmm. I'm one of them. <laughs> and that's why we're you're on the show, Melody. <laughs> you, that's know? why we brought you back. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I think people get fed up with you know when you see the ads the, every sec. The when you go onto your Facebook newsfeed, the second post is always a sponsored ad. Yeah, but not um, everybody see that though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, one of the things that's, um, I, I look at a newspaper on my phone, um, I won't mention which one, and at the very bottom is this little flashing box, which is part of the audience network. Mm-hmm. And um, as of ap- the end of April, um, unfortunately, the old audience network is going because frankly, I, I have no idea what the real reason is, but in my opinion, it's well due to be gone because most people have ad blindness to this little flashing box mm. oh that's so annoying actually. Um, and it actually really detracts from you know why i'm trying to look at this this paper on my phone yeah um so i'm more than happy to see the end of audience network uh, mm-hmm. certainly in that area i mean they're, they're found in other placements as well um but you know it's most people see uh, their ads these days on their phone or on their tablet mm-hmm. it's just yeah. a fact mm-hmm. and you know so you've got to b- adapt your ads to where your audience is going to see them mm-hmm. and audience network now you can actually edit where you're putting your ads I'm sure less and less people have been allowing it in the audience network mm-hmm. um, more people are targeting ads now in, in messenger I've noticed. Yeah. A lot more. And I personally, just a personal thing, I wouldn't do it. I find my, I want to keep my messages uninfiltrated. Mm. Yeah, actually, I don't even click them. 
I know, I've never them. clicked one, yeah. unless it's by accident, but I've mm. never ever clicked one. And then also mm. WhatsApp, the ads will be going in there. Gosh, that's going to be horrible when that happens. Mm. Um, I think you should uh, keep messaging um, channels purely for messaging. I agree. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think um, I, I think it's like, it was a bit what happened with um, with email marketing maybe five, ten years ago where it suddenly became this big spam fest and it was like you were getting like 50 emails a day of mm. rubbish. Mm-hmm. And then when people basically turned off from email marketing and then it sort of took a step back and got back to about, you know, proper personal communication and dialogue. I think that's the way ads seem to be kind of going. It's like, you know, just play well, the Yes and no. I mean, we already get lots of ads through our YouTube videos mm. and yeah. now um, Facebook are going to be introducing ads to your IGTV videos as well mm. Instagram yeah. yeah yeah, which is a real shame it is yeah because like I like IGTV for the content but mm. I totally agree with you on, on, on YouTube like I, I use YouTube just for my own personal sort of consumption of things I'm interested in would be fitness or you know how to draw stuff you know creativity I'm very creative you know so. yeah especially those <laughs> so, jokes <laughs> but I tell you those blooming ads that go on for like five ten seconds you know um, I'm literally oh, kind yeah. of waiting you know skip ad skip ad I'm gonna, I just want to see you know how to watch this particular show I don't want to see an ad yeah, totally. I go on and want to think how to bake a cake <laughs> and again I know. A, a, a 15 minute ad a 15 minute show um, mm. on YouTube has two ad breaks it's incredible. It's isn't insane. It? It's very distracting. Yeah. Yeah. I um, unless you pay, of course. If you pay f- to use the app, then you go premium, and then you don't see the ads. Mm. So they get your money anyway. Yeah. Mm. Great. I suppose we're in the final minute, Melanie. Um, before we go, uh, we were talking very quickly about you know Facebook and ads and how potentially that the platform or that Mark Zuckerberg doesn't want ads or that's his goal do you see that coming to fruition that eventually we'll have no ads I don't think it'll ever be a no ad zone yeah um, but the, he'll find another way of marketing I mean he's buying every flipping platform as we look around yes yes. <laughs> so he'll find another way of getting revenue mm. in yeah um it's very difficult to foresee where Facebook is going to be taking their, their ads, um, but video is the future. Yeah. And if you're not doing video for your chosen area now, you really need to start. Otherwise, your competitor is going to do it before you, mm-hmm. and you're going to disappear into the ether. Okay. So, Let's Melanie, get in front of the video I then. think so. Start, Emer, start. Oh, no. Well, Melanie, thank you so much. You've dropped some fantastic value insights there. Um, just before we go... Um, What's the website that people can contact you on? Well, if you'd like to learn more about social media training, social media management, I'm a speaker and a sponsor. I'm a science and space nerd and just general helpful hints um, and see where I'm up to next, then please visit www.stomp.ie. Brilliant. I've been Philip Twyford, the Curly Marketer of Social Media Management and Strategy. And I'm Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. Thank you, Melanie, for coming on and uh, we will all see you soon. Bye.